0: Welcome to Always Real Talk. I'm Kwame, and I'm sitting in with Jeff Anderson from District Dig, so you know it's going to be real. The city that is flourishing, the city that is overflowed with cash, a city where people say it's, it's great, which it is, there are some areas called the Housing Authority that's doing a terrible job. And when you talk to the residents that live there, they, they tell you that. Now, I know sometimes people think because you are low income that you don't know that you're living in bad conditions and you're making up the fact that you're living in bad conditions. But I know you've done a, a ton of, of, of reporting in the past. What, what is the what is the district dig? What, what are you, What's your thoughts on what's going on over there? I know you, you had some.
1: Well, on the on the housing authority piece, I want to point out one thing is that, and I made this point in the article that I wrote on Barry Farms is that people love their community you know there's real joy and real spirit in that community and you could see it in the faces of everyday people that's their that's what they know they're pissed off because there's you know leaks and mold and they're being threatened with displacement and that's the area that becomes a problem for the city for the residents for taxpayers for journalists and that's where I feel like leadership in the city is letting down The residents of the city so it's not it's not fair to say it's a terrible place to live it's been made terrible over time through neglect but there's still a lot of you know there was guys detailing cars listening to the go-go kids Kids, coming down the street on their big wheels and you know there's there's spirit in those communities sursum corda is not far from where i live and I would walk by there as they were tearing it down, taking photographs. And right up until the very end, you could still see people there. Now there was people back there that, you know, were probably up to you know something not too healthy. But you know, there was people there that still that was their neighborhood, you know, and they had pride for it. And you know, to see them pushed out, and, and, and you everyone
0: know. and every and everyone deserves to live in a, in a clean environment, a safe. I believe environment, so. Right? In an
1: affluent city like this, I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, a, 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 give people a fair chance. But sure.
0: I think sometimes we don't get in deep on this mold issue. I mean, it seems to me that we have an incredible mold problem, but the leadership at the Housing Authority continues to do nothing. When I say nothing, they say, well, we're doing something. Well, if the something doesn't equal something, then to me the something is nothing, right? And if you talk to residents that live there and they say, yeah, they're doing something, they just haven't gotten to us yet, to me that's still nothing. I mean. It's, it's sickening. It's sickening. We as residents, we're not going to keep going through this. Lead, mold, broken doors, leaking ceiling, uh, rodents. For the last, yes, about to be four years, I have been going through this. I have video in my phone. They plastering it up while it's still leaking, dripping on him as he's trying to plaster it up. The next day, up until now, it's still leaking. For people to live in those type of conditions in which they shouldn't have to, it's, it's very problematic. And, and we're, we're very sensitive at Always Real Talk on it. I mean, I'm, I'm extremely sensitive about the people that are still living without air condition. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and can you imagine it? People are living in air condition. And we're, we have the Green City. We have, you know, all of this renewable energy that's supposed to be able to, you know, take take up and create energy in these in these particular complexes, and we don't have it, and that's because of the leadership there is just poor. And you know, email me, text me, I don't really care because I can email and text you thousands of residents who actually live there, and have been living there for a while that deserve better.
1: Well, I'm going to take you up on that because I'm going to be doing some housing. Uh, stories. There's been some other reporters that have done some really in depth reporting on slum housing conditions uh, throughout the city. I'm going to be looking at um, leadership, uh, political appointees, uh, property development. Um, I don't want to name any particular properties at the moment. But how about, and are
0: you going to be looking at management? Yeah, management. I mean, sure. The management reports to the board you, I mean, and the board has to oversee management. You got management, you got, I mean, imagine. We're going to get into it. Just imagine today. if this was, if, if, if the housing authority was a private-owned apartment complex owner, mm. the city would be suing it tomorrow. You know that and I know that for the conditions Well, they want to be a developer
1: folks, in some respects. Well, but
0: I, 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 and, I, and I got you. We can go there in a second. But if they were a private apartment owner company, DCRA, the U.S. attorney, they would be over there saying nobody should live in those type of slum conditions, and they would be holding the management accountable. But that's, that's for another day. Are you suggesting that they day. should
1: privatize some of these uh, government services? No, I,
0: I wanted to say that just because you live in a government-owned oh, yeah. facility, you know, doesn't would, mean that you shouldn't get the same treatment uh, that a private owner. No question, right? So I'm saying just like the private management company should be you know, held accountable.
1: No question. Then
0: somehow the the D.C. Of housing authority management, all the way down should be held accountable. You could, that's just my thought. You could, argue, you could argue
1: that it should be even um, more well maintained than a private that's property my point. like Sanford Capital. Did we just come up with a, a creative idea? I didn't, that, that wasn't my story. My colleagues were writing that story for over a year. I mean, that was yeah. an amazing series of, of deplorable conditions by a private property owner.
0: Um, I know, I, I, I remember it well, and that's why I made the point, right? The city ought to be
1: able to do better. We should,
0: and guess what our residents are with. We'll be right back with the District Dig, Jeff Anderson. Welcome back to Always Real Talk. I am here with District Dig, Jeff Anderson. Jeff, you know, it's it's getting hot outside. They said the winter time is over. Now we have the spring has come. My tulips, they've i cut my grass for the first time. I, I, I went and cut my grass before it rained, and I said, uh-oh, it's about, it's about to get hot.
1: 2020 is coming right around.
0: 2020 is coming. Yeah. So when 2020, what, what's happening in 2020, well, Jeff? Well, we have elections well, let's see, coming, see, my, my, out my son graduates. Oh, politics. I thought he talking <laughs> about my son graduating, Jeff. <laughs> it could
1: be a big year for you. It's I don't a, know. People like to speculate it's about to things. It's going to be a
0: big year. <laughs> you know why it's going to be a big year? I'll be watching the presidential election. My son's going to graduate. I can no, see him walk to the stage a few
1: elections, and uh, people (laughs) like to talk, and they like to talk about prognosticating the future and who's going to run and who's not going to run. All right. Now, I've been very interested for a while as to what some of our former politicians who have gone off to uh, deal with their backgrounds and the things that they've had to go through in life and then come back to the community and start working and contributing to doing that thing. And there's a lot of curiosity, and I am curious about whether or not you're going to run for office again. Let me tell you, did you watch
0: the Masters this weekend? A little bit. I'm telling you, Tiger walked down there. They, Boy, they tore Tiger up. Tiger made all these mistakes, and they said, oh, Tiger's done. Tiger's never going to come back. He can never do it again. And he was one of the greatest that ever did it. And I I sat there, and when he walked down the 18th hole, Jeff, boy, I was sitting there. You know, my, my son was over there, and we were just all watching Tiger, and I was feeling it. And I was so happy for Tiger. And I said, you know what? I'm glad I saw Tiger do it because I have no intentions of ever
1: doing it again. There you just heard it. <laughs> you know, and the thing is, is that people really So there you go, right people, here.
0: Yeah, that's news.
1: You just interviewed
0: me. Real talk, real talk. Real talk. You just, just, you just pulled out a real talk moment. So the speculation
1: ends right now. You're so, not right, running.
0: We, that's right. So we could, you know, tell the city council, know, stop people- writing, stop writing. I'm not running. <laughs> you know, you want to talk about SUV, whatever, but I, I'm not <laughs> writing. So I'm not giving you no reason to write something. But listen, people. But people do
1: like people do like a comeback story when the person comes back with their head up high, yeah. ready to to get back into life and get back into the community. Now, one of your former colleagues was testifying at the city council. I happened to be there one day. Harry Thomas Jr. I used to interview you guys back in the day when I was at Washington Times. I you saw him a lot.
0: We used to hang up the phone on you a lot. But then you would
1: pick it up the next time. Now we would call. Yeah. You know. That's we, that was. There's a difference in culture now. It wasn't it, wasn't. it wasn't. personal. No, it wasn't personal. And I wrote plenty of <laughs> even tough though, stories. Even though, even though
0: sometimes I thought it was personal. I say, you know, he's writing. He's got a job. He's asking me about stuff that you know. Some. I'm not gonna call his name. Probably called him and told him. And you know, <laughs> we, we go back and forth. But that's that's it's a. Politics is a contact sport. It is, it is a contact sport. As my friend said, you're going to take a hit at some
1: point. and, And in the social media age, journalists take hits now too. And sometimes they bring it on themselves. And I know that too. So, but the but people love a comeback and they love somebody that comes back with their head up high. And When I saw Harry testifying, I think on the Cromwell School and his mom was there mm-hmm. and I saw him in the hallway and it was a very warm greeting. It was the first time I'd seen him since he came home. And you know, here to, here to tell he's around and he's involved with his community. I don't know exactly what he's doing. Um, if I hear something that I need to look into, of course I will. But otherwise, I'm rooting for the looking, What you going to look into, Jeff? Uh, if somebody, I mean, if if it's, uh, it's amazing. Somebody stepping out on it. It's, start, in, it's, then, you know, it's good always now.
0: real talk. It amazes you me. You got to keep an eye on no, people. No, no, but, but, but watch this. It's a lot of people keep eyeing, but but people an eye on but somehow people are keeping an eye on but you can give somebody the benefit of the doubt. People you look can, like me. Like everyone, keeps the people look like me. Well, I mean, that's, that's your story. That's not. You, that's that's my right, story. Jeff? I think I mean, that there's definitely some of that. Why are you looking to sign up with? Why is anyone falling? Harry Thomas, see what he' gonna do right now. Harry's gone. <laughs> He's out of public office. He's out of public life. He's taking care of his family. His son is going oh, yeah. phenomenal. Like he knows I'm interested you, in you, him, and
1: he knows that uh, that I'm rooting for him, and he knows that the dig wants to do a story on him because I wanted to hear the full story about what he did as a public servant, what he went through, what he went through as a private citizen, incarcerated, and what he went through coming we, we, back to his community. That is real talk. That's real stories you know real, and real journalism. Yeah. It's
0: real talk that all of a sudden, and now I'm on this side of, the, of yeah. the fence here, all of a sudden, you know, nobody cares about good government no more. All of a sudden, ah. I'm looking around and everyone acts like, uh, you know, this that nothing's wrong is going on. I'm going to give you a direct Angels quote. Angels are flying all over the District of Columbia. I'm going to give It's always the, real talk. I got to
1: keep it real. I'm going to give you a, a direct quote. Okay. First off, from um, a member of the the mayor's inner circle, um, and I'm talking about an elder statesman, an advisor, said the mayor is all about good government. She's speaking at the Council of Governments, and they love her. They're eating it up because she's into the business of running government. Well, we have a lot of examples these days of where government's falling short. And when I ask another leader in the government, why isn't the council doing more uh, strong oversight, fraud, waste, abuse, um, uh, inefficiency, waste of money? Uh, the answer I got literally was, people don't want to talk about that. It's not sexy. Well, they want to know if their taxes are going up or down. Well, I have a apparently. question for
0: the dig. I know everybody says it's not a sexy. I got a question for the dig. We'll be right back. We have more to come. Jeff Anderson in the studio, always real talk. Jeff, we were, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about, you know, the former council members. We're talking about the mayor. I mean, you know, you know what people are asking. You tell me everyone else is, you know, with the mayor. I mean, what what's going on? I mean, I got to keep it real because it's, well, it it's real talk. I got to keep it real real talk. I had... The the what do you call it the the navigator was F- fully loaded. Oh, yeah. I'm the fully loaded man. So how did you become the fully loaded man, Kwame? Well, people. And they, hold up, but they, they no no no. People then love people to say, pile on a they story say They said like they want that. piling because you know he wants to be fancy. He right. wants a navigator. It's amazing that Tom Sherwood. I have a nav- had a navigator in my driveway, so I didn't need a navigator from the city, right? But nobody reported that, right? Because it wasn't sexy. Like He needed to have this fancy navigator because he wanted to live this life. But I had one, Jeff. But they spent three, four, five months on the navigator that I didn't even really pay for. And they never talked about the first navigator that Alan, Lou and them purchased, went up front, went to MPD because they lied about they bought a lease up front, so they had to get a second one, and they hit it. And when they hit it, then the media came out and said, "Oh, it's, it's my fault." Are you suggesting there's a double standard? No, I'm saying it's a double standard. This is yeah. always real talk. Okay. People I know, they I know that's it's a double standard. I think
1: there is a double standard in terms of. Did you just uh, say it was a double standard? I think it's a double standard. Yeah. Okay. Obama pump. Obama pump. There we it's go. It's true. I mean, there this is go. what I hear from residents all over the city, and the people I talk to. That's what I hear, and I, I report what I hear. So. That um, you do,
0: you do report And what I, And you I want to
1: say, with regard to a vehicle, uh, people have the right to drive whatever vehicle they want. So I'm not going to criticize somebody's choice of a vehicle. You paid the price for the things that accompanied your, uh, you know, investment in a vehicle or however that was handled. But you know, the point is, is that the media does pile on a story like that. It's yeah, to try to be true. out front of the news. That's I did, real talk. That's I did real talk write about did. some things that some of the aforementioned folks didn't appreciate. And um, I'm always there to account for my work. My name's on it. You know, you don't you know, like something you read, call me. I'll meet you in person. You know, so I do write things that, that make people. And that's why we're here talking, some right? Some people get the blues, you know, and then some hey. of the things I write. But, you know, the fact is is that I try to be factual and I try to give them a chance to explain. To why is it a double standard?
0: Why is it double why is why do you think it's a double standard in journalism? Does journalism does it exist the way it is? DC DC's got a,
1: DC has got a split uh, personality, if you will, you know? Split and personality. I mean, How do you define that word split? Well, we have the old DC, the Chocolate City, and we have the decline of the African American, the black community in DC, and we have the rise of an affluent white Community and that, thought, and that reflects itself in government. I think that we're getting. But is that that, that, that shouldn't affect the, you know,
0: it the of journalism? That should be
1: equal um, across the board, shouldn't it? I'm not going to say oh, the journalism. At, I'm, I'm going to say maybe at? the powers that be it affects. I mean, a lot okay. of people have said with regard to a current scandal that I won't get into in detail that had it been a, a, a black politician that has been uh, found to be doing certain kinds of things that a white politician has been found to be doing, that it might have been a different type of reaction. That is what people say. Okay, that's that's something that people can argue about. But I hear that repeatedly. What do you hear? Well, I hear with regard to if that had been a black politician, then so-and-so would have been you know, bounced from this, side or the other. I mean, yeah. I think that... Well, I think I think it would have been in the paper. That's a double standard. I, I think standard. it would have been in the paper. I mean, it's... I think it's, it's I
0: mean, they, regular people see that. They told that. me I
1: should have resigned over
0: SUV, I, so, I mean... That's not for imagine. me to say, I mean, that's what they told me. They told me I should pay everything back, and I should resign, and I should, you know, basically go to hell because I was, you know, no good. But, I mean, I, I like, think, I, generally
1: speaking, journalists want to, want to be fair across the board. I'm not suggesting that the media, necessarily, is the source of the double standard. I'm saying that the powers that be Maybe. Just I, I do like it. the way, was that a little less real I, I to think, talk? Yeah, I think you would clean it up, but it's, it's okay. Easy, it's easy to pile okay. on. One of our current council members had a really rough year last year. He made some real um, missteps, some gaffes. Things just got worse and worse for a while. He kept his head up and he dealt with it, but people wouldn't stop coming. They jumped all over it. It's too easy. It's an easy story, you know, and then everybody flocks to it. And I know for a fact that reporters kind of get their jollies off of it, you know, and on social media, you can see people enjoying, you know, that so-and-so's in trouble over, you know, the talk about a a weather, uh, you know, conspiracy or something. And, you know, that's that's not what the dig's about. I mean, the dig might be about some things that some people uh, find gives them uh, discomfort, but... You know, we're going to be factual. We're going to try and lead the news.
0: Well, um, let me just say, as you know, it's, it's interesting because there's someone who's you know a, f- a former elected official. Clearly, hands were, weren't as clean as they should be. God is good, and that's why I was watching Tiger Woods and watching the, you know the grace that people with f- really rooting for well, Tiger. People love, Woods love a comeback come story. They love a they um, love a success story. But, but it, it's it's really about making sure that as we move forward. You know, just we love to continue to have the dig on, uh, talking about what, what's going on, what's hot, what's not, whether it's locally, whether it's you know on a on a federal side, whether what's going on in the community. I mean, like I, I, like so. I said, they're running to you. You're at Whole Foods. They talk. You know, you walk down the street. You're talking to the lady next door about whatever's going on. You're always talking to the people, and you know, always real talk. We're in the streets. We're talking to people all the time. People in D.C., so that's, regular that's people in D.C.
1: are the friendliest people in the world, the Absolutely. easiest people in the world to talk to. You can stop and talk to almost anywhere, any any person almost anywhere. There's exceptions, but you know, yeah. people want to talk about anything. Talk about the Redskins, talk about the weather, talk about development on H Street. They, they'll,
0: they'll, talk, talk about how their day they'll, is they'll going. They'll talk about how their day is going because D.C. is the greatest city on earth. But I want to thank you for coming by. It's always Appreciate a pleasure you. Oh, in the yeah. studio. Jeff Anderson from District Dig, follow them. How can we follow you? District Dig, what is
1: www.districtdig.com and at District Dig. At District Dig,
0: look them up, follow them. District Dig. Relaunching com. in 2019. 2019, right before 2020. That's right. All
1: right. We're going so to always, hold you to your word, though. If I see you out there on the stump, then I'm going to remind you of this conversation.
0: Well, I'm going to be out there on the stump. I run. I run on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And for all who not want to for run, office, though. Can come run. Oh, yeah, not for <laughs> office. I, I run. So anybody wants to come run, I, I love to run. Okay. It's, it's one of the best things I do. It's always real talk. You know it's real. Jeff Anderson, ha, it's good.